Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew chapter 25, beginning to read at verse 31. Glory to you, O Lord. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his throne in heavenly glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people, one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cast into the internal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. They also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger or needing clothes, or sick or in prison, and did not help you? He will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatever you did not do for me, for one of this list of this, you did not do for me. Then there we go away to eternal punishment, but righteous to eternal life. This is the gospel of Christ. Praise to you, O Christ. The hour has come. Holy Spirit. I decrease that you may increase in me to speak your mind to us. Come, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. What a wonderful passage today. Today we have come to the end of another liturgical year in the church calendar. We celebrate Christ the King Sunday as we prepare for next Sunday, which is the beginning of Advent. 
As we celebrate the kingship of Christ, I would like to begin by highlighting a few scriptures where the kingship of Christ was emphasized. Number one, in Matthew chapter 2, verse 2, the wise men from the east affirmed that Jesus was born king of the Jews. Then number two, in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 17, Paul calls our Lord the King Eternal. Then number three, Nathaniel worshipped Jesus in John chapter 1, verse 49, saying, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Before we can fully explore what the kingship of Christ really means, I would like to take you back to last week, rectionally gospel reading. This gospel taught us about the parables of the servants. If you remember in that passage, the Bible says one servant gained five bags of silver, invested it, and get five more. Another servant gained two bags of silver, invested it, and get two more. Another servant had one bag of silver and hide his bag and does nothing with it. That passage showed us how we can use our abilities accordingly for God's kingdom. Immediately after this story comes today's gospel reading, which emphasizes on the kingship of Christ. It is not a coincidence that today's passage comes after this parable. Let us begin with looking at verse 31, and I just want to encourage you, wherever you are, to open your scripture, your Bible, and let us study together. Verse 31, the Bible says, When the Son of Man comes in his glory. What does this mean? What does this passage mean? This passage is a description of a future scene of judgment after the glorious second coming of Jesus, according to Matthew chapter 24, verse 30. Here Jesus will sit on the throne of his glory because he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He will judge the nation from his throne and it is clear that this throne is present here on it. Because it will happen when the Son of Man comes in his glory. It is important to note that this passage was Jesus' last sermon before he went to the cross. He spoke of when the Son of Man comes in his glory. He had around him some disciples one who will betray him, one who will deny him, and others who will forsake him. Yet he spoke of all the holy angels with him. Jesus lived in utter simplicity and almost poverty and was rejected by almost all the great and mighty men of the world. Yet he said he would sit on the throne of his glory. Then in verse 32 says that all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another. This kind of judgment is different from the judgment in the book of Revelation chapter 20 verses 11 to 15. 
Because the judgment of Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 32, happens immediately after the glorious return of Jesus on earth. However, the great white throne judgment of the book of Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 to 15, happens after the 1,000 year reign of Jesus Christ and his saints. It happens at a different place. The great white throne judgment of the book of Revelation happens in heaven. Then the judgment of the nation of Matthew chapter 25 happens on earth. The great white throne judgment of the book of Revelation, which I will encourage you to read at your convenient time, emphatically includes all the unredeemed men and women. Why the judgment of the nations of Matthew chapter 25 seems only to include the nation and that is Gentiles who are judged in large measure on their kindness and care towards the Jewish people. It is clear in verse 40 that the Bible says, My brethren, and I'm just going to read that verse 40 again. The king will answer and say to them, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine. It is clear, my brethren, it may be that the Jewish people who survived the great tribulation will not be in this judgment of the nations. What I would like us to zoom into this morning is what happens when this reigning king judges the world. First, in verse 33, says that Jesus will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. The Son of Man has the authority to divide humanity in this judgment. There are no three categories, but only two. Sheep and goats, right and left, good and bad. Have you ever heard people saying this? Well, there are gray areas in everything. But the Bible says it is either good or bad. Then verse 34 goes further to say, The king will say to those on his right, Come, you blessed of my father. Inherit the king, the kingdom prepared for you. The reward for those on his right hand is that they will enter into the Father's kingdom. For the Bible says in verse 35, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. They were approved here on the basis of their work. There is no mention of faith or even forgiveness here. This judgment is based on how we treat others. May I note here that this is not saying that salvation is by works. We are not saved by good deeds. We are saved by Christ alone. Hallelujah. For Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 9, For it is by grace that we are saved through faith. This is not from ourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. We cannot buy 
or earn salvation. We cannot do good works to make heaven. But this fruit should follow the believer, everyone who believes in Christ Jesus. He who is saved by Jesus should act like Jesus. Jesus has a call to those that claim to be a Christian. And that call is to feed the hungry. Give drink to those who are thirsty, clothe the naked. There will be many that claim they know Jesus, but don't live it out. Their lives do not bear fruit. Some live it, some fake it. But the reality is that we are going to stand before the Almighty God on the last day to answer how we lived our lives. For Bible says in Mark chapter 10 verse 45, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. There are consequences for every sin. Today we live in a culture where sin has become a well of life. It has become a tradition. And sin has entered the church. And some churches has watered the gospel just to belong to the society. But the truth is that the day of judgment is coming when there will be separation. Today we have wolves among the sheep who deceive people or have a different agenda. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, the Bible says, Nevertheless, the foundation of the Lord stands sure. He has a seal, and God knows those who are his. And any man, every man or woman who called the name of the Lord Jesus should depart from iniquity. Now the question for us this morning is, are you a genuine child of God? Are you a genuine child of God? Or are you the fake ones? Today is normal to fornicate. It is normal to commit adultery. It is normal to indulge in sin and feel comfortable. But the judgment day is coming. The judgment day is coming when everything done behind the closed door shall be opened. A day is coming when the wicked shall be punished. It's not going to take any longer. Then verse 40 says, Inasmuch as you did it to one of the least, least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Then in verse 41 down to 46, Jesus tells the goats to depart into the internal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For they refused to minister to the Jewish people during the tribulation period. This will be in keeping with the Abrahamic covenant in which God promised Abraham in Genesis chapter 12 verse 3. And he says, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who treat you with contempt. Jesus points out that hell was prepared for the devil and his angels, it's never God's intention that we will go to hell. He was prepared for the devil and his angels. 
People only go there because they have willingly cast their lot with the devil and his angels. It is your choice. It is your choice. To go to heaven or to go to hell. Now, how about you, my brothers and sisters? Are you living for Jesus or for yourself? Is Jesus the owner of your life? Or are you giving him 50-50? You know what, Jesus, it's not yet time for me now. I will come back when I'm ready. Allow me to enjoy my money now. Not yet time. But the truth is that tomorrow might be too late, my brothers. Nobody knows when Jesus will come. It might happen now. It might happen in the next hour. It might happen tomorrow. Nobody knows. But we all need to be ready. Are you ready for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ? And I just want to ask you, wherever you are now, and if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, ask him to come into your life. Talk to Jesus. Ask him to be your Lord and Savior. There is nothing too hard for the Almighty God to do. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the last, the ancient of days. The I am that I am, the same Jesus, yesterday, today, and forever. Ask him to come into your life and change everything. Tomorrow might be too late. The judgment day is coming. The king is coming. He is coming in glory. Let us pray. Our gracious God, we thank you again for your word this morning. The Bible says that the entrance of your word brings life. May we grow to know you, Jesus, and know the power of your resurrection. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be the doers of your word and not only the hearers. That when you come, Jesus, we'll be there. Help us, Lord. Help your church to rise up and stand for what is true. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.